0: Today, on Grace to
1: the Hearers, with Pastor Eric Kluth. Are you excited for what God is doing? And if you are, then by golly, show it. You know, start living it out. Start lifting each other up and praying for one another. Is that too hard? (laughs) You know, I don't think it is. Pray for one another. Because we are at war We are at war with the enemy, not with man, but with the principalities of darkness, you guys. And we need to be encouraging one another. We need to be supporting what God is doing because God is on a mission to save lives.
0: In Judges 8, we hear that Gideon, a man victorious on the battlefield, was not met with the support that he should have received upon his return. Pastor Eric instructs us today to remember to be supportive of ministry by whatever means possible by financial means, volunteering, prayer, or an encouraging word. Let's join Pastor Eric in the book of 1 John chapter 2, verse 17, for his continuing study entitled, What He Has, I Want. The only
1: thing that our heart is worth putting into is Jesus Christ. And so here we see a great reason not to envy. Everything to do with the flesh is going to fade away. And I love for the fact that they, the NLT put in there the pride in our own achievements. What we do if it's not in the name of Jesus is worthless because it's all about him. Paul said this in Philippians 4:11, "For I have learned in whatever state I am to be content." Be content, you guys. Are we content? Are we content with the life that God has li- given us to live for him? Are we content with the direction that God is giving you in your life? Are you content with it? Are you okay with it? Are you rejoicing in the life that God has given you? Church? Are you? Am I? Because if we're, not focused, if we're focusing on the things of this world, those things are going to be fading away. Focus on pleasing God and God alone. Because guess what? He will never fade away. Continuing on, when Gideon came to the Jordan, he and the 300 men who were with him crossed over, exhausted, but still in pursuit. Uh, Then he said to the men of Succoth, please give loaves of bread to the people who follow me, for they are exhausted, and I am pursuing Zalmunna, king of Midian. Crazy names. Verse 6, And the leaders of Succoth said, Are the hands of Ze- Zeba and Zemunah uh, now in your hand that we should give bread to any, give bread to your army? Verse 7, So Gideon said, For this cause, when the Lord has delivered Z- Zeba and Zemulah into my hand, then I will tear your flesh with thorns of the wilderness and with briars. Then he went up from there to Penel and spoke to them, in the same way, and the men of Penel answered him as the men of Succoth had answered. Verse 9, So he also spoke to the men of Penel, saying, When I come back in peace, I will tear down this tower. Now Ziba and Zemunah were at Korca, and their armies with them, about 15,000, all who were left of, the, of all the army of the people of the east, for 120,000 men drew the sword, had fallen. Wow. Uh, then Gideon went up by the road of those who dwell in the tents on the east of Noba and Jogabaha and attacked the army while the camp felt secure. Now verse 12, when Zeba and Zebunah fled, he pursued them and he took the two kings of Midian. Zeba and Zelmuna, and routed the whole army. Verse 13, Then Gideon, the son of Joash, returned from the battle, from the ascent of Ares, and he caught a young man of a man of Succoth, and interrogated him, and he wrote down for him the leaders of Succoth and its elders seventy seven men verse fifteen. Then he came to the men of Succoth and said, "Here are Zeba and Zemu, and about whom you ridiculed me, saying, "Are the hands of Zeba and Zelmuna now in your hand, that we should give bread to your weary men." Verse 16, And he took the elders of the city and thorns of the wilderness and briars, and with them he taught the men of Succoth. He took them to the woodshed. Anyways, verse 17, Then he tore down the tower of Penel and killed the men of the city. Wow! Okay, so... Besides the brutal names, you get the picture of the story. Okay, Gideon and his valiant 300 are still in pursuit of the rest of the Midianites. And guess what? They're humans. They're not like Arnold Schwarzenegger. They are human. They're exhausted and they're hungry. Right? And so then he goes to the people of Succoth and Paneh and and said, "Hey, my guys are tired and hungry. Can you feed them?" And the people said, "They're what? No." Because are the the Midianites in your hands right now? Because until they're in your hands, then we will give you bread. But until then, we will not give you any bread. That's pretty harsh. These guys are battling, and they're hungry, and they're coming across the Jordan, and to hear that you have no support, that made Gideon angry. He was angry. He says, you know, when I come back, I'm going to take you to the wilderness with the, the briars and the thorns, and we're going to address this. And he did. He did, yeah. So Gideon defeats the Midianites and captures their kings. Then he finds that young man of Succoth and he interrogated him. I you know, I just think of a copy you know, with the light in his face. You know, where are these guys at? Where are they at? Where are they at? He gives them over, and then they go and they they get their their guys. That is awesome, man. Again, the Bible's entertaining. Right? Okay. Um, it's awesome. Okay, so then uh, Gideon then he, he followed through with his word. Now, application. There's two things that I believe that we can learn from this. Two things that I learned from this. Uh, first thing is, is, support those who are involved in the Lord's work. Gideon did not ask Succoth or Penal to help fight Diddy. He asked them to give them food. Right? Something, something simple. Their response again is, we will help after your success. Just because you might not be involved in a specific ministry or in a specific area does not mean that you cannot be supportive. Does not mean that you cannot support the work. And oftentimes we want to wait to see if the ministry is going to be successful before we jump in. Is God going to do something? If God's not doing anything, then I don't want to throw myself out there. I want to wait and see. But you know what? If God is stirring in your heart to get involved, get involved. Because God is doing a mighty work. Take the example of this church. There are a whole lot of things going on that God's doing here. And you don't have to wait to see the success of the ministry to get involved. You can jump in. What are the ways that we can offer support, you guys? What are ways that Christians can offer support to God's work? Number one, volunteering. You guys jump to the most important one first, prayer. <laughs> volunteering, Right volunteering your time and we are so blessed with so many people volunteering here and we're so blessed but there is always room for more as dale was preaching last week you know i was waiting you guys for him to say uh... pew potatoes right <laughs> But we don't have that, but, you know, just can encourage people to get going. If God has called you to do something, by golly, go do it, man. If it's here, if it's there, if it's in a different country, go and serve God. (laughs) You know, just, just be obedient. Support the work that God is doing. Number two, you can financially give to the work. You know, you can give financially. God has given us uh, a very abundance of money here in the United States. Uh, We are very blessed versus some of the countries in this world, you guys. And so we are blessed. So if the Lord stirs in your heart to give financially, give financially. How about encouraging words to one another? How about that? And what a great concept that is. To say to a brother or sister who's doing the work of the Lord, saying, hey, you know what? I encourage you, man. You're doing awesome. Is there anything that I can do to help you? To encourage what God is doing. You know, because encouraging words goes a long ways, don't they? To be lifted up instead of being put down constantly. Because when you're in ministry, you face enough battles as it is. Why get attacked from another brother and sister? Why not be encouraged by one another and loved on? So we can encourage each other with words that edify and words that build up. And then most importantly, you guys spoiled it in the beginning, but most importantly, it's prayer. (laughs) Prayer, you guys. Uh, When is the last time you prayed for one of the ministries in the church? Here in our church, when's the last time we prayed for the ministries? You know? Praise God. (laughs) And I say that because even me as the pastor, I can fall into a routine where I don't specifically pray for the specific ministries and what God is doing. And so, yes, this message is really probably for me because he corrected me for the, you know, the envious and now he's saying that I need to be praying and supporting. And, and that should be our hearts as believers in general, though, is supporting the work that God is doing. It's not what man is doing, it's what God is doing. Are you excited for what God is doing? And if you are, then by golly, show it. You know, start living it out. Start lifting each other up and praying for one another. Is that too hard? (laughs) You know, I don't think it is. Pray for one another because we are at war. We are at war with the enemy, not with man, but with the principalities of darkness, you guys. And we need to be encouraging one another. We need to be supporting what God is doing because God is on a mission to save lives. And he wants you to be a part of it. Do you want to be a part of it? That is the question. By supporting God's work, this makes you a part of the work. That is the coolest thing in the world. For those who are going to like Honduras, if you're back here and you're praying, you're a part of that work. If If you don't even serve in the children's ministry and you're praying for them, you're a part of that work. Down at the house of hope, if you see people coming and get their food box and you're handing out boxes of food, you're part of the work. All the blessing is not going to Dale and Rhonda, it's going to God's people who are faithfully pouring into the ministry. <laughs> you know? And, and the cool thing is, is that your rewards, your, your blessings are going to be reserved for you in heaven. Your reward is in heaven. Amen. Your blessings, God will bless you. He'll bless you here. We just need to be supportive of the work. Gideon was looking for support because the the tribe uh, or the people of Succoth were the tribe of Gad. The tribe of Gad, and, and, and then the, the the people of Penel, were the. That's where Jacob wrestled with God. So why couldn't they support what God was doing? Because. I mean, that's a pretty big deal, what God was doing in Judges. God's a great example of the church supporting uh, in the Bible is found in the book of Philippians in chapter 4. And I would read that on your own time, but it's a great, great chapter to see the heart of the church of Philippi support the work that God was doing through the Apostle Paul. And I mentioned before that you'll be supported by supporting God's work, right? Right? He says in, Paul says in Philippians 4.18, he says, Indeed, I have all and, abounded, and abound, I am full, having received from Aphrodite the things sent from you, a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. What a great example of a church supporting God's work. And they're giving out to, giving out to Paul and the work that Paul is doing for the Lord. And, and the Lord tells them, guess what? God is going to supply all your needs according to his riches in the glory by Christ Jesus. Amen, man. Support the work that God is doing, you guys. I can't say it enough. Support the work that God is doing. If God has called you here in our fellowship, if this is your home church... Then, by golly, start you know pouring into what God is doing, if not already, and if you're already doing it, thank you. but my thanks is nothing compared to what God has for you. You know, do it for the Lord, not for man. Okay, the second thing that we can learn is God is your support now i 'm flipping it on the the, the back side of it. now, think of Gideon, he just got rejected for food, for his men. How would you be feeling angry, frustrated, still hungry? <laughs> tired, and why can't I get supported? Why can't I get help? But you know what? Oftentimes we can fall into this easy trap of throwing a pity party for ourselves, that no one is around to help us, no one is there to support us. But you know what? That's not true. Because the most powerful being in this world, the Almighty God is right there by your side supporting you. He will never leave you, and He will never forsake you. You know what was told to me when I became pastor? Uh, Pastor Doug Warwick told me from Awatuki, he said, Eric, you know what? Until God raises up people around you, lean on Christ. Lean on Him. May He be your leaning post. And again, what a great word, because oftentimes we can look for man to lean upon, but you have the Almighty God to lean upon. You have Jesus Christ to lean on, to pour out to you. We sang it tonight, I have a friend in Jesus use it <laughs> use your friend Jesus cuz he will he is the best friend a man could ever have he is our god he is our rock so <laughs> if you plan if you're planning to be involved in God's work then I would really, really encourage you to listen you know really encourage you to listen because there's going to be times when you are frustrated when you are doing God's work, and you just want to give up, and you want to turn it all in, and walk away, and rather just sit in the chairs, and just worship, and you know what, if that's, that's not fine, but it is fine, if you get what I mean, but just, I encourage you guys, keep going, keep going, keep going for the Lord, keep going for Him, even if tough times come, keep going, because guess what Gideon did, did he give up because he didn't get bread? No, He kept His pursuit. He kept going after the Midianites. He kept going. And I encourage you guys to keep going. Even if you don't have the physical support, keep moving forward. Lean upon the Lord. Lean upon Him. He will strengthen you. I love Psalm 28.7 because uh, the Lord says this, The Lord is my strength, my shield. My heart trusted in Him, and I am helped. Therefore my heart greatly rejoices and and with my song I will praise Him. Man, what a wonderful verse, isn't that? The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in Him and guess what? I am helped. Therefore my heart greatly rejoices. Again you guys, rejoice in what God is doing in your life and keep going my friends. Keep going family with what God is doing in your life. Continuing on in verses 18-21 through we're going to Hit it in fourth gear here. And he said to Ziba and Zemunah, What kind of men were they whom you killed at Tabor? And and so they answered, As you are, so uh, so were they. Each one resembled the son of the king. Then he said, They were my brothers, the sons of my mother. As the Lord lives, if you had let them live, I would not kill you. And he said to Jather, his firstborn, Rise and kill them. But the youth would not draw his sword, for he was afraid, because he was still a youth. So Zeba and Zemuna said, "Rise yourself and kill us, for as a man is, so is his strength." So Gideon arose and killed Zeba and Z- Zemuna, and took the crescent ornaments that were on their camels' necks. Here we see that Gideon kills the kings of the Midianites. He kills them and he takes uh, their ornaments off their camels. Uh, it is the ending of chapter 8, and it says, Then the men of Israel said to Gideon, Rule over us, both you and your son and your grandson also, for you have delivered us from the hand of Midian. But Gideon said to them, I will not rule over you, nor shall my son rule over you. The Lord shall rule over you. Verse 24, Then Gideon said to them, I would like to make a request of you, that each of you would give me the earrings from his plunder for they had gold golden earrings because they were ishmaelites so they answered we will gladly give them and they spread out a garment and each man threw into the into it the earrings of his plunder now the weight of the gold earrings that he requested was 1700 shekels of gold besides the crescent ornaments pendants and purple robes which were on the kings of midian and besides the chains that were around their camels necks then gideon made into made it into an ephod and set it up in his city, Ophrah, and all Israel played the harlot with it there. It became a snare to Gideon and to his house. Thus Midian was subdued before the children of Israel, so that they left their heads no left their heads no more, and the country was quiet for forty years in the days of Gideon. Then Jerubbabel, the son of Joash, went and dwelt in his own house. Gideon had 70 sons who were with his offspring, for he had many wives. And his concubines, who was in Shechem, also bore him a son, whose name is called Abimelech. Now Gideon, the son of Joash, died at a good old age, and was buried in a tomb of Joash his father in Ophrah of the Abrazites. So it was, as soon as Gideon was dead, that the children of Israel again... "...played the harlot with Baal, and made Baal Beareth their God. Thus the children of Israel did not remember the Lord their God, who had delivered them from the hands of all their enemies on every side. Nor did they show kindness to the house of Jerubal, Gideon, in accordance with the good he had done for Israel." Ah, guys, this section I titled, Houston, We Have a Problem. Because Gideon killed the kings of Midian... Right, and now Israel wants Gideon to rule over them, and Gideon's response was a great one, wasn't it? Uh, we got, you know, <laughs> the, the amen for the Lord, you know, because he says, I will not rule over you, the Lord shall rule over you. Amen, hallelujah. Man, I wish verses 24 through 28 were not there, but they are. Guys, Gideon had a problem. He wanted to take some of the glory for himself. We see a huge problem. He asked the people to give him the earrings of gold. And so he takes the gold and he makes an ephod. Do you guys know what an ephod is? An ephod was worn by the priests. It was, it was for worship, okay? And so he makes this ephod and he sets it up in his hometown. And what do the people of Israel start doing? Worshipping it. Giving Gideon the glory, But who deserves the glory? God. God deserves the glory. It was God who did it. Gideon and 300 men did not do that. It was God. It was a God thing. And so the people of Israel worshipped the ephod that Gideon made. And so a part of Gideon, you guys, he wanted the recognition that had taken place. He didn't want to rule over Israel, but what he did want was a piece of the pie. He wanted a piece of the pie. He wanted to be honored. Guys, again, our reminder to you and I, when we are doing the Lord's work, don't worry about the piece of the pie here, okay? Leave that to God. Leave that to the Lord. Your reward is in heaven. That's when you will have a piece of the pie, okay? The piece of the pie can wait, okay? Now, you're going to go home. What did the pastor talk about? Pie. (laughs) Guys, remember that (laughs) God gets the glory, Don't fall like Gideon did, okay? Don't make the mistake that Gideon did. Because when we do ministry, do it not for your sake, but for the Lord's sake. As Paul said in the book of Colossians, And whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of inheritance, for you serve the Lord Christ. But he who does wrong will be repaid for what he has done, and there is no partiality. Guys, remember when you serve, you serve the Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, do what? All things heartily unto the Lord and not for who? Man. And if you're doing things for yourself, then heed the voice of the Lord and stop what you're doing and do all things unto the Lord and to the glory of the Lord. Change the heart and turn to the Lord, you guys. Turn to the Lord. Man, I can't believe Gideon ended up that way. But you know what? He was a man. He wasn't perfect, but God still used him in a mighty way. He still used him. But a great lesson, right? I'm glad it's in the Word because then it can it can teach me, you know what? The glory, 110% goes to God always. I'll leave the pie. I'll leave the pie. I don't need it. Just like real life, you don't need it. Anyways, focus on pleasing the Lord, you guys. Focus on pleasing God. Support the work that God is doing. Keep going. God is your support. And don't take the glory away from God. And do all things for the Lord and not for men.
0: You've been listening to Grace to the Hearers, the radio ministry of Pastor Eric Cluth of Calvary Chapel Coolidge in Coolidge, Arizona. CD copies of today's study are available when you email us at info at gracetothehearers.com. That's info at gracetothehearers.com. Today's message, as originally presented at Calvary Chapel Coolidge, can be downloaded from our website at gracetothehearers.com. If you can't get to your computer to download or place your order, you can always call us at 520 723 7047. We'll be happy to help you. Again, that number is 520 723 7047. We are so blessed by the technology that we have these days. Most of us have numerous versions of the Bible, now with mobile technology, we have the Bible right on our phones and tablets. Grace to the Hearers is available in podcast format. Simply log on to gracetothehearers.com and follow the links to subscribe to the Grace to the Hearers podcast or simply search for Grace to the Hearers in the iTunes store. Again, our web address is www.gracetothehearers.com Finally, we'd like to ask that you prayerfully consider helping us continue to expand the radio ministry of Grace to the Hearers. You can do so by securely donating a gift of any amount at gracetothehearers.com. Just click on the donate button. Now please place a marker in your Bibles and make plans to join us again. Pastor Eric will continue teaching verse by verse through the book of Judges right here on Grace to the Hearers.